Before we start this episode, the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast would like to offer our condolences to the friends and family of Daniel St. Louis. Our thoughts are with you at this time, and we know his legacy will be carried on with you all forever. Podcasting from Baldwin, New York, welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Isaiah Bell and Sophia Smith. Welcome back to another episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. While high school sports are still on hold till January, we are taking this time to highlight how Baldwin's athletes kept at their craft during the summer and offseason. My name is Sophia Smith, and I'm usually joined by my awesome co-host Isaiah Bell, but for today's episode, it's just me. However, you can absolutely go listen to his first solo interview with Trey Parkin on all of our streaming platforms. Today's guest has quite the resume. Naley Dowding has been a four-year member of the varsity girls basketball team, has won back-to-back class AA championships, is a New York State Federation tournament champion, as well as winning MVP award in the 2019 Elmont Classic. Naley has also been named a, a team captain for her senior season. Naley, how are you doing today? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, doing good. Doing good. So um, I want to paint a picture for, for our listeners, right. probably like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night in like 2013, um, the district office gym for PAL practice, <laughs> you and I sitting on the side in those plastic chairs, yes. probably talking about anything but basketball, and your dad's probably pissed, my mom's probably like, what are they doing? But like, thinking back to that moment, you're like 11, 12 years old, did you ever think that you were going to go on to win a federation championship with, with Baldwin basketball? At the time, no. Me and you spoke about mm-hmm. um, our favorite colors <laughs> for the entire game. So definitely not something that I thought I'd, you know, I'd live up to, but I love that I am, you know, where I am today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and we talk about playing early. It wasn't just you who started early with PAL. We know Layla played early, Shania played early. Most of those girls who, who are starters on this team have been playing since in before that PAL year. How much of the, the team success can you credit to all the chemistry that you all have built since you were 10, 11 years old? Uh, honestly, um, it was way easier for us to, to play together. Um, we didn't even go to the same schools during PAL, so right. being able to come to middle school and already know, um, you know, your whole squad mm-hmm. before this, you know, before the teams were even made, and then getting to high school and realizing that we're going to play with them for another four years. Right. Honestly, I see those girls every single day, love them with my whole mm-hmm. heart. Like I consider them my sisters, yeah. honestly. So it really did help with um, chemistry and how we play. Mm-hmm. Like you say, chemistry is so important. In the past 10 years, Baldwin has seen a lot of chemistry, especially in the Baldwin girls basketball program, talking Jenna Anacarico, Asia Hudson, Kaya Harrison. When you look at all the chemistry that they had and that they still have when they get together and they play, how does that make you and your teammates want to live up to that level of that bond, that play type, that chemistry? Well, when... Um, me, Dana, Jasmine, Leyland, and I got moved up freshman year. We got to see exactly that mm-hmm. when we won Federation. And just going upstate with them and really seeing how they bonded so well. You know, they, they spoke every day about basketball. It wasn't just a ha-ha conversation. It was, you know, we're focused. This is what we're here to do. It was mm-hmm. always a business trip with them. So we definitely try to live up to 
to what they did, and it, it's working, honestly. Yeah, but, I mean, you're going into your senior season. Do you think back to that those couple weeks when you got brought up to varsity after JV and just think, like, wow, like, I watched these girls win Nassau, win Long Island, and now it's in your shoes? All the time, mm -hmm. all the time. It's so it's so much different. I feel like then I, I didn't even have a jersey, and now I'm wearing, you know, Jenna's old jersey, mm -hmm. and it's crazy because – you know, I, even, you know, PAO, I never yep. thought I'd, I, I never saw myself doing something like this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's bring it back to last February. You guys were outscoring every single opponent, outrunning every single opponent uh, on a playoff run. So how did it feel to win, to win your own Nassau County Championship after watching those and then actually being able to play a majority of the season that led up to it and play a majority of the game where you guys won in the end? Um... That was great. Honestly, the feeling is so much different because 10th grade, you know, the people that did contribute um, my my junior year, we weren't playing yeah. my sophomore year. So like people like Dana mm -hmm. and um, Layla came, Paris, mm -hmm. Delisha, mm -hmm. you know, um, all, all of us really showed up that night and we all were so hungry for that win against a team that, you know, we knew that 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 had the ability to yeah. beat us. All the other teams that we played, you know, didn't really come close to Syosset. So when we did play them, it was a really heartfelt game. We really played with our hearts out, and it was it's great to you know to be able to say that I did that. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Now you, you talk about how Syosset is is very good, very skilled girls, and how they didn't they're kind of above the regular competition that you guys saw in your regular season. So how did you guys prepare for a team that was up to that level while playing teams that were very far behind you guys? Right. So um, our practices really do consist of the same type of things. Um, you know, the little things really do matter. When Kat says it all the time, defense wins games, mm -hmm. um, rebounding the ball, pushing the ball. You know, having the just doing the you know making the smart play yeah. instead of the the selfish play, mm -hmm. and that's exactly how we play. We don't we don't take it for ourselves. We know when to pass the ball. We know that mm -hmm. is it's, it's the right pass. Right. So, um, definitely against a team like Syosset, we had to play together, yep. and that's exactly what we did. With mm -hmm. Dana having like 25 points that game, gave the ball to her every single time, mm -hmm. and Syosset fouled her the whole game, and she ended up you know winning. We ended up winning because. Um, Everybody contributed. Everybody smart. Contributed. We're on the same page. Yeah, I know. Watching that game, the entire crowd, it just looked like you guys had meshed more than ever. It was it was the same exact team chemistry that that the audience and the crowd had seen every single year since 2010. Mm -hmm. um, that game was played in the Nassau Coliseum, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. How did it feel to play there, and how was the energy different to playing in your gym or a, another high school gym? <laughs> it's funny that you ask. I literally I talk to Shania and Layla about this all the time. It felt like a dream because. Mm -hmm. Playing at school is so much different. The, the gym is so small. The lights aren't as bright. But that that day we went in, we came in from like the back steps and we mm -hmm. went downstairs into the secret room. It was like <laughs> I felt like an NBA yeah. player, honestly. <laughs> and you know, running out to the to the court and just you know, you guys in the crowd looked so small, but you guys were so loud. And yeah. honestly, I loved that game because everybody was cheering mm -hmm. us on. Everybody, the boys that had to play right after yeah. us. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it was definitely a change, but I loved it. I wish you know, I wish we were able to go to another game after that, but unfortunately yeah. we got cut off. But yeah. definitely love that that was my last game for my junior year. Mm -hmm. And we talk about that being your last game for the junior year. It was a win. The county win obviously kept the streak alive for Baldwin basketball. Do you feel a lot of pressure? Do you and the girls feel a lot of pressure to continue the streak and, and bring home another title, regardless of, of how far you guys get this year? It is a lot of pressure, um, knowing that we lost people like Elena mm -hmm. and Dana and Jasmine and Roxy. Um, you know, it... It's like we always played with them, so now it's our first year playing without them. Mm -hmm. um, I do, though, feel like we built this bond with, you know, Paris and Delisha yeah. and Caitlin, all these people that we um, 
that that replace the people that we lost and it's it's so nice to have that because we you know we saw each other all summer long and um it's great honestly our chemistry has always been there and it's never gonna die yeah. regardless of when we leave mm -hmm. i still talk to you know the people that graduated right. every single day so yeah now can you can you sometimes see yourself looking up towards the girls that have left and kind of translating the the chemistry that you built with them and kind of putting it down to the new girls and building that bond with them yeah no definitely um you know i always i'm gonna mention everybody's name mm -hmm. like peyton peyton's um, been on varsity since her since sixth grade yeah. that's that's incredible honestly something mm -hmm. like kaya it's right it, it you know what i mean it's like a trend almost mm -hmm. you see it happening over and over again yeah. I, i've met the um on on saturday mornings i actually train these sixth grade girls and mm -hmm. they they're so close now and i'm like i could just see you guys like like us yeah when you know when you get to high school so yeah. i love that it's always going to be the same mm -hmm. it's always a trend it's like you know it's always identical to each other yeah it, no it's truly dynasty i know in middle school coach Subios would talk about oh join the dynasty no it really is yeah. it, there's nothing about it that's that's false about it i mean there's been a winning record for around a decade and like you say you go and train these these kids like they're only going to get better and only going to translate more wins onto the seasons um so obviously none of this would be possible without coach cat explain to listeners what it is about him as a coach and as just a person that makes you guys such a great team and makes you continue having a winning record i honestly i see cat not even as a coach anymore somebody i could just look up to you know the 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 it's not even all about basketball. The things that he teaches us are just life lessons, mm -hmm. honestly. So, you know, to, to be a team, to count on people, you know, to do the right thing. Yeah. I go to class because I know I want to mm -hmm. play later. You know, I do my homework because I know I need to pass the class right. to play basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, we um we get yelled at in practice, but it's always a good thing. I never feel like he's yelling just to yell. Mm -hmm. I always know that he's yelling with a purpose, right. and I'm, I'm going to take that in, and I'm going to use it towards my game all the time. So mm -hmm. his, his coaching style is definitely... A, tremendous part of why you know we have the wins that we do mm -hmm. um even bolden and you know amber from coach amber from Absolutely. from jv and supio mm -hmm. supio's brought that all up in middle school so right. I, I really do love how each coach is is different but very much the same at, um, at the end of the day mm -hmm. we talk about having multiple coaches on the staff we also know coach bolden is always by coach cat's side what is their dynamic together that has worked for so long and and why does it work so well what do they both bring to practice to games um, i like to think of um coach cat and coach bolden during a game is like good cop bad cop because mm -hmm. <laughs> cat's standing up and he's like let's go and then bolden's like relax there's the right there and it's so funny because um you know um you know people who like my teammates know like when we're sitting on the bench you sit right next to bolden they're just they talk the entire mm -hmm. game they just know they read each other's minds yeah. honestly it's so like so well honestly so you know cat doesn't notice that somebody's not back and bolden's already yelling at that person so while cat's mm -hmm. looking at the front of the court bolden has yeah. the back and it's just it just works so well in mm -hmm. practice it's the same way we split it up bolden works with the big girls and cat works with the guards and mm -hmm. you know everybody knows their role so it's right. nobody's ever confused no and that's something that takes time to build honestly and i think they're doing it so well i mean we talk about like yes that has been a decade of success but it's been built for a decade right. and and that makes it pretty special um so bring it back to last march obviously that week was tough for every single athlete but it was especially tough for our basketball program here Talk me through that day. What was it like? We're hearing things on the news about this virus, and then you get called into a meeting that is just supposed to be regular basketball practice. So what was that like for you and your girls? Honestly, um, that was like the week that the NBA got shut down. Mm -hmm. So we were already feeling a little weird. I think it was like that Tuesday, like right after we won, 
and they said, well, now we can't have the game at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. We can't do it at a big gym. So I'm like, okay, now none of my friends could come. Right. And then that day in practice, we got changed. Mm-hmm. We waited almost an hour yeah. for Ramirez and Kat to come back and tell us that we don't have a season. Yeah. So we, you know, it's funny because we sat in like a little circle with each other just mm-hmm. talking about like, I'm really going to miss you guys. Because yeah. that's a family right there. Right. I, you know, I really... I miss that whole group seeing them every single day. I mm-hmm. miss I miss regular life, honestly, going yeah. into the gym and just knowing that I'm ready for the next three mm-hmm. hours. You know, it's it's something that was it was really tough. I yeah. cried that entire day, but mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. Yeah, but it's because you guys work so hard yeah. is why you're so emotional. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and you were going to play another Long Island championship and go to states and go to federation. So when I think of this upcoming season, I just think redemption. Right. How much does redemption mean to you going into this season, having open gyms now, and the tentative start on January 4th? You know, um, there's people out there that definitely think that we couldn't do it last year. Mm-hmm. They, they did not believe in us at all. They thought Syosset was going to come in and right. just say, well, no, it's Syosset's it's, it's game now. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's not what happened at all. Um, we, showed, we definitely showed them. So, you know, now I, I feel like people still have talk like, oh, well, you didn't get to play Northport. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't get to play teams out of state and yeah. things like that. So it's like... You know, it's definitely a redemption year. I, I'm hoping that we have a season so I could we could just show people that without this person, without this person, with this group, that we could just we do we could do what we've always done mm-hmm. for the past ten years. Yeah, I was reading a, a Newsday article this morning talking about how. When you think of bald and girls basketball, you don't usually talk about being the underdog. Mm-hmm. However, so many people did view you as the underdog due to losing some of those key players that you know have gone on to do great things in um, like college basketball. So, how do you feel when people call your team, the team that you now lead, the underdogs? Do you get kind of a chip on your shoulder, or is it more of a motivational thing? I, I take it more motivational. I'm not sure how my teammates take it, but mm-hmm. me personally, I take it as a motivational thing. Um, People really do not see us like the Jenna and the Asia and the Danetta, the, mm-hmm. the Destiny, all those people. Like they don't see us like that. So I take that as a motiv- motivational thing. I really, you know, people are saying, "Well, you know, without Kaya, you mm-hmm. couldn't do it, and we did it. And did without it. Dana, without Dana shooting, you can't do it." Well, I could shoot. What do you, you mean? Shoot. You know, you I'm, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shania could shoot. Layla could mm-hmm. shoot. You know, Paris could do this. Right. She could do that. So it's like. You know, I know I know what my girls have. I know what we, we bring to the table. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't doubt for a second that we're gonna that we're gonna flop. Yeah. Honestly. No, I think everyone's waiting to see it. I think everyone is gonna see it. You guys have been very motivated, and we're gonna talk about how quarantine like like how how difficult was that to go from playing in a gym every single day surrounded by people to now having to go and work on your own. How, how, how was that difficult? I mean, I can only imagine that it was difficult. And, and how did you navigate it? Well, for the first month. Um, you know, I was so focused on schoolwork that I, I realized myself, I'm like, I haven't touched the basketball in so long. <laughs> yeah. and it's so weird. Uh-huh. I go in my basement and just walk up and down and in my garage and just dribble the ball. And I'm like, this isn't the same, yeah. honestly. So, you know, over time I started to play, I got into this AAU mm-hmm. team of New Heights and we do, um, we do workouts on Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was something that kept me like distracted. We yeah. work out, we do push-ups, we do ball handling. Mm-hmm. We go outside sometimes with, with our computer on the ground, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things like that. But it was definitely hard, a really big transition. And it was, it was it's also a mental thing, mm-hmm. I feel like, because I had to train myself to like, okay, now you gotta work on yourself. Like right. you don't have anybody here yelling at you every two seconds. You have to be able to say, well, I'm gonna keep going regardless mm-hmm. of my situation, so. yeah. Like, cause when it's when you're practicing with a team, it's easy to get that peer motivation right. to beat the girl in front of you to get to that line faster on the suicide run. So, did it? Did you ever find moments where you just like 
everything is just dark. You say it's a mental game, and it is a mental game. Everything is just dark, and I just don't want to have to go out today and, and give my energy to this craft anymore. There were definitely days like that. There were days where it was, I woke up, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like doing my work. It was very dark days, and then I'd, I'd get this, like, weird sense, like, oh my god, I have to be great, and then I'd go out at 9 o'clock at night in the dark and go outside of my backyard and just start working. And yeah. days like that, that's how you know, like, it's so mental. It's it's not even physical at that point. Yeah, I'm gonna do push-ups all the time. Yeah, you could run a mile. Mm -hmm. I ran two miles almost every day. Mm -hmm. You could do all that, but what separates you from the person that's doing the same thing as you, you right. know? Like, yeah. are, you, are you going out at 9 p.m.? Are you watching yourself play all mm -hmm. the time? Are you watching videos of other people? Things like that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good point. I think you speak for a lot of athletes when they feel that way, especially in the time that we've been having since March. Um, so I want to go back to talk about the bond and the chemistry. How did you guys stay connected and keep up that chemistry, um, you know, since March? But not only as teammates, but also as friends. I know you're all very close. Mm -hmm. Um, well, of course, we have our group chats. Mm -hmm. we ne the group chat never dies. <laughs> we always say that this group chat will never die. Um, you know, we'd send memes at like 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. I'd wake up like, what are they talking about? But um, no, um, we, I don't think we'll ever lose that bond. Even when we're not playing together, I don't think we'll ever lose that. Um, we spoke to people who graduated, people who graduated the year before. Mm -hmm. we were, we're still so close with them so that I, we didn't feel like the distance between us and the us not playing would affect us at all. Yeah. We saw each other that same day that they told us. I think the day after they told us that we couldn't play, mm -hmm. we, we had a pasta party. Yeah. Like, you know, our bond is so close. So, it, you know, regardless of the situation, mm -hmm. we know we're so close. Yeah. Now, we talk about you guys staying close. How was it for Coach Kat to keep coaching you and mentoring you when, you know, and trying to stay close when we physically could not? Kat, um, Kat made sure, Kat always makes sure that mm -hmm. we're doing something. You know, we're not sitting around and right. just eating away our yeah. life, honestly. Yeah. He made sure he texted up the group chat, hey, every day, hey, how are you guys doing? How's, how are you holding up? How's your, how's your mental? Mm -hmm. Most important thing. Um, he made sure that we had a jump rope, that we were jumping rope every day. How, you know, if he ran a mile, write it down. Mm -hmm. Let me know. Text it to me. You know, if he did push-ups, tell me. How, yep. many did, how many did you do today? Mm -hmm. What did you eat today? Things mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, it's really the voice in the back of your head. Yeah. And you, he's always there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Regardless. Yeah. So. And does that, does that, I'm sure it, can, it contributes to just how badly you guys want to win another title for him. Definitely, because, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't quit. He's right. always there. If he's not there, he's there, I yeah. promise. Mm -hmm. You know, he has people watching. He has people, you know, come back to him and say, well, this person did this. Mm -hmm. And that's so great because yeah. now you're, you know, sometimes, like, it's like when a sub comes in and the teacher's not there, you're like, oh, I could do whatever I want. Right, you know, yeah. No. <laughs> everybody is a sub for Kat, and they're going to go back and yeah. tell Kat exactly what mm -hmm. you do. So you never feel like you're lacking at any time. You're always doing something good. And then you all come out better because of it. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, so like we said earlier, you've been named a team captain for your senior season. Congratulations. What have you done, and what are you going to keep doing um, to lead your team as a captain in these pretty weird times, not being able to practice all together, not being able to see each other? Well, definitely the one thing that, um, you know, me, Shania, Lil, and Delisha, the ca other captains, mm -hmm. um, what we've been doing is that we've been making sure that everybody's coming to every practice, mm -hmm. um, regardless if, you know, me, Lil, and Shania don't see Delisha in Paris because of the, the split up mm -hmm. of the groups. We make sure that, you you know, we're all there, Good. that we're all yeah. on time. You know, did you guys work out today? Did you guys come to practice? Mm -hmm. Did you guys go to practice by yourself? Yeah. You know, things like that. So we definitely hit up the group chat every single yeah. day and make sure that everybody's, you know, on top of their game mm -hmm. without Kat having to tell us anything. Because, right. you know, that's just how we are. Mm -hmm. And people that aren't even captains are doing the same thing. Yeah. So I love that it's just, it's overall success. We yeah. all want the overall success for each other. I don't think I've been a part of a team or known a team that is more built on motivating each other than you guys are. Um, 
so like we say, being a captain for this team is pretty big. There have been some amazing players that are captains. What does it mean to you to be named a captain for this team, having watched this dynasty grow and grow for years? Um, honestly, it's not something I thought I'd ever be you'd be named. Um, I've always been happy for every captain mm -hmm. before me. Um, um, but definitely me being a captain is so much different than you know me watching a team play. I love it so much. Honestly, I take so much pride in it. Um, you know, I'm not going to like sit here and be like, oh, well, I'm captain, so you have to listen to me. No, I know exactly how these girls are. Mm -hmm. I can trust them yeah. with my life, honestly. I just know that um, it's not a huge title to say, like, you know, I could say this and you you have no say in anything. Right. But, um, we're so close that it doesn't have to be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you know, we all know we're all on the same page. It doesn't have to be like that. We're all we're all good, honestly. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that especially the, the captains that you have you that you said were named for this year, it's the same kind of girls. And right. it's just going to only contribute to the positivity on this team, the work ethic on this team. Um, so we definitely want to talk about playing during the summer. Once things started to lighten up a little bit, you were able to get on an AAU team like usual. So what did an average week in the summer look like in terms of basketball? Um, so I, like I said, I played for New Heights. So um, I'd have to go to Harlem, mm -hmm. and then I'd have to go to like the Bronx sometimes, and then sometimes um, my coach would say, hey, we're going to go to Rockville Center, mm -hmm. and it was only two girls. I, I played with some girls from Wuhan, some girls from um, you know some city teams, mm -hmm. and we'd come up here and play in the park. We'd just find any park to play in. Yeah. We'd find some gyms that my coach got um, all, like almost every day. Mm -hmm. Only day I had off was probably weekends, and it just felt, it felt great to be back. You know, I know it's so hard for my dad to drive me all the time. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, again. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. No. It never stops. So, it never stops. Um, yeah, definitely. It was it was great to it's great to be back. Um, I will say that the first time I got back in a gym, it was I was so tired. Mm -hmm. oh, the running is so yeah. much different when you don't do it mm -hmm. for so long. And, you know, I got back quick. Um, we scrimmaged some some teams. We scrimmaged some teams in the program, some mm -hmm. girls younger, some girls older, you know, stuff like that. Nice. So I definitely love to get back. I love that. Um, we also have to acknowledge that you are a pretty great soccer player as well. So how was it navigating the balance between the two sports while still giving effort to both because both seasons are still going to happen this year? Yeah, so um, soccer um, soccer is more of a sport that I play by myself. Mm -hmm. um, if I do play it, it's by myself in the field, probably with my dad because, you know, he loves yep. soccer. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something I do alone. Um, it definitely helps with my um, – my endurance, just mm -hmm. running, stuff like that. That's what I usually use it for. Yeah. I do love soccer. That's something that's come natural to me. Mm -hmm. Basketball is more of a craft yeah. that I've really, I really had to work on, and I love that the, there's a great balance to mm -hmm. both, and it's never been an issue. Now it sucks because you know I have to, I have to prioritize basketball when soccer practices are going on. Right. I, I do. I text my girls all the time, like, mm -hmm. "Hey, you guys went to practice today? You know, how was it? Mm -hmm. Things like that." So, um, you know, definitely, to, it's a great balance. Absolutely. Honestly. No, and I love that you're able to navigate that while still giving the effort that you know that you're supposed to give to both in your own way. Right. Um, and this year, instead of going from soccer season to basketball season, it's going to be from basketball to soccer. So like you said, soccer is very good for building up your endurance, getting in that shape for basketball mm -hmm. season. So how do you think it's going to be going from basketball season to soccer season? I've never done that before. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't even know. It's going to be so weird because yeah. now I'm in a gym all the time mm -hmm. going outside. It's always been outside to a to gym. gym. So um, I'm excited to see, you know, how it's going to change. I'm excited to see how how different it'll be. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a good different, though. Definitely need to change things up a little bit. You know, it sucks that it's my senior year, right. but it's, it's good, you know, starting fresh, mm -hmm. kind of. Absolutely. So 
let's just end it with goals for this season for this um, basketball season definitely want to like specifically get my shots more okay. consistent mm -hmm. you know i know me as a player i was shooting the ball well last year mm -hmm. but not as consistent as i'd like it to be yeah um but definitely have been working on that all summer mm -hmm. long um um probably putting the ball on the ground more okay. probably just being a, being more of a, like a team player in the sense of like you know talking more you know like that's a good play you know delicia has a great layup she has mm -hmm. a great shot things like that yeah. you know i definitely do do that already but now it's like it's such a team game with us you know before it was like you know we already know Jasmine's gonna get the ball. She's gonna rip right. to the rim. That's we knew that. But mm -hmm. hey, what does Delisha have in store for us? What right. is Layla gonna do? Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna be like, oh my God, Layla, that was a great play. Yeah. You know, things like that. So I'm very excited to see, you know, myself grow. Mm -hmm. I've definitely grown over the summer, but I yeah. want to see how I, I play with my girls. Mm -hmm. You know, like I haven't played with all of them together yet. So I, I'm I'm really excited to see how we all grown together mm -hmm. as a team. Well, I think that's gonna be pretty awesome to see the overall growth being translated then onto the court and into championships. Definitely. All right, so it's time for our unbearable questions. Um, so my question is, walking out onto the court, hearing your name get announced, whether it's NCAA, you know, WNBA, what is the song being being played as your name is getting announced? Um, Dream walkout song. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to say... What's that song by Drake? I walked out to it freshman year when oh, I didn't play. Over? Yes. Over? I think that was, I think that was it. I, I always say that because freshman year we had to um, pick a song uh -huh. and Ramirez was like, you have five minutes. And I'm like, we have what? <laughs> so we all just picked a random song off our playlist. Uh -huh. And I don't know why I was listening to Drake so much that mm -hmm. year, but I, that was the song. No. So that's definitely the song that's been stuck in my head yes. for years. No, I, I love that pick. <laughs> I love a good good Drake Over song. Over by Drake. Um, and Isaiah's unbearable question. Obviously athletes have to treat their bodies right like you said keeping up with coach cat what you're eating what is your pre-game meal or pre-game dinner that you just have to have before a big game um before a game probably day of i don't like to eat okay. i don't like i feel like my i'm not eating a big meal like i usually right. my mom gets me some fruits mm -hmm. um probably like bread and butter because mm -hmm. you know i know that it's safe yep. drink some tea mm -hmm. things like that to calm down my stomach my yeah. body everything mm -hmm. and that's all i really need that okay. night before isn't a big not it's a, not okay. a big dinner mm -hmm. i get nervous a lot yeah i think it's all it's also a mental thing mm -hmm. sometimes i know like before the siasa game i was like oh i can't eat right yeah like, no <laughs> i knew my mom was like you have to and i'm like do i really but i ended up eating like uh -huh. pasta or something okay. like that so you know i love that yeah you gotta you know what's right and then you go and get the job done right yeah all right naily thank you so much for sitting down with us thank you everybody the girls basketball season is going to start on january 4th so definitely be looking for their championship run Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Bruins Podcast for all of our updates and information about the show, and we hope to see you next time. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin sports.